You're listening to You're United listening. Q Podcast. United Q. We're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Kamado Joe, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ provide quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. Barbecue Gourmet, supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning rubs, sauces, marinades, and accessories from the US and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. Mano Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out commandojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. I'm Dan and I'm here with my co-host Ben. Hello. And on today's show we have Jamie from Last of the Summer Swine, the winners of King, King of the Grill 2017 Grill Stock. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. I'm still coming to terms with it. I'm still riding the wave. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. You're, you're very, very low on sleep very high on alcohol and you're, you're just kind of cracking on. So, uh, yeah, it's a, an amazing weekend. We just feel very lucky to be part of it, to be honest. Yeah, I, me and Ben are both just talking before we came on saying about how tired we are, so mm. we can only imagine how yeah. tired all you guys are. <laughs> so, so yeah, hats off yeah. to you. Do you know what it is? It's like, because you're standing up as well for 72 hours, all of a sudden when you've done a few turnings, you suddenly realise that your legs are actually, you know, they're, they're beginning to tremble a little bit. So, um so yeah, that, that's where the tiredness is coming from. So tonight might be a hot bath and a time to take stock of just how good the weekend was. Yeah, definitely. You deserve it. Have a sit down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're yeah. probably going to hit you in a wave again when you finally just get to relax and just take a deep breath, like you said, and, and just take it all in a bit. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's such, a, it's such an intense 72 hours. There are parts of it, I won't lie, that feel like they're going on forever. And then there are parts of it that just, you know, that just rattle through. Um, and then it, you kind of get spat at the other end, uh, and then you know you, you, it's nice to kind of you know just take some some time and go through the pictures, go through some of the tweets and social media, and, you know, and reply to some of the. It's a lovely thing, girls. You, you get full of nice messages. Last year we were lucky enough to win. Um, it was Chef Choice, and it was just lovely. You know, the, the you know just from people in the public or kind of other you know other competitive teams and judges, everyone. Um, it feels like a very supportive atmosphere. So this year, we, you know, we did really well. It's um, it's just a it's just a lovely thing to be part of. So were you were you really in it to win it this year? Because I remember seeing it at times. Because both me and Ben judged. I judged all the four mains, and I remember looking down during judging and seeing you seeing you around and seeing you quite eager watching the judging happening at times. So was it something that that you were really setting out to do this year? Because I know that you guys don't really compete at any of the other barbie competitions. This is like a a once a year sort of exciting thing for you guys to do together. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's one hundred percent. Do you know what? I mean, th- this year, uh, if I'm honest, we were probably less prepared, less well versed, uh, less practiced than we were last year. And this year I was determined because usually you do the turn in your knackers and it's it's pretty stressful and you get the box out and you've got some of your teammates that are kind of carrying you through the crowd to make sure, you know, no one bumps your box by accident. And and I never actually get to see like the judges eat the food, you know, and the, you look for like micro facial reactions. I've never actually done it and this is our fifth year. So this year I was determined. Um I wanna see what 
what people look like when they're eating. Yeah, I distinctly eating. remember actually looking up and seeing you there. I can, mm. I can, I can like really remember seeing you there at a few different turnings. Uh, so yeah, I was just yeah. wondering whether it was something that maybe this year you were like, well, I really want to, like, uh, really want to smash it, and you were there because you wanted to see what was happening, or, or whether, it, like you said, but that's that's quite cool. You were just interested this year to get a chance. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I was quite, I was a bit nervous about, because, um, you know, when you do the turn and you hand in the box, there's nowhere really for you to sit other than the kind of right front and centre in the stage. And I didn't want anyone to think, I, I was I was a bit wary of, like, some of the guys in this last of the summer swine and whether it was, I, I think I want, I tried to be more discreet, <laughs> obviously, than I was. <laughs> uh, but it was it was nice to see. And it was, I, again, it's the show that's been a close-up, so it's lovely to see the judges um, you know, handing the food out as well once you've taken a bite. I really wish I'd seen last year, I won Chef's Choice last year and I did this really nice kind of beef rib and foie gras and black truffle thing. And I wish that I had, um, you know, gone and sat down and watched their face eating that because I think that was a particularly good round. I think it was like the highest scoring points. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I was going to get you to bring it up because I, when I've just opened my Twitter chat to get your message to you to get your number, did you? You didn't. I don't know if you noticed, but the top message on that chat was, "Guys, your chef's choice was the best thing I've that eaten all yeah. weekend. Absolutely amazing." <laughs> that was me last exactly. year sending that to you, but I couldn't remember I what it was. <laughs> I know, no, so kind of you. I, I, that, so, so that was exactly it. That's what I, that's what addicts us. That's what gets us hooked on on grill stock. Is you know you spend seventy two hours of this massive outpouring of love, meat and smoke, and you. You know, these these wee comments really really mean a lot. Not obviously just for us, but for the rest of the team. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, well, thank you very much. I never actually got a chance to say thank you for that nice comment, but uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Now you re-described it, I, I can remember it vividly. <laughs> it was it was a very good dish. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what yeah. did you, well, that, what did so you do this it. year for Chef's Choice? Um, this year we did again. I mean, our take in it is it should be it should be something familiar, but something done with a barbecue twist. Um, but then something kind of fairly simple. So it was my uh, teammate Simon who did it. So like English muffin, smoked pork belly, chipotle mayonnaise, and like three cream scallops sat upon that with a bit of parsley. You know, so just something you can. Um, you can enjoy. I, Sounds lush. We'll see what the results are. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. It was really, really nice. Yeah, it was nice. Um, we'll see. We'll see how we did. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Chef's choice wasn't the round that we got to judge this year, but it's it is one of oh, our yeah. favourite ones. But. Dan almost got to. Oh. Was, he was this yeah. there. Ben and John the were missing, so I, I they called me in to sit down and sat down, and then literally as the first box arrived, they were like, <laughs> uh, Ben and John turned up, and I was like, <laughs> Oh no, just. Just beep off, will you? <laughs> some of them, I mean, some of them looked amazing. Uh, so, so Jason, who's uh, all smoke, no knickers, I met him for the first time. Um, we were both, we both did Ed and Emma's Bunch of Swines yeah. course uh, last year. And um, we had a great night out, you know, we were on the beers. Uh, yeah. Because it's like in a two-day thing. Um, and his chef's choice just sounded incredible. You know, this meat pirate with, you know, the... Sausages <laughs> for the guts, and it just sounded absolutely incredible. It yeah, really got the crowd, really got the crowd going. Like I remember mm. when it arrived, yeah. and then Doctor Barbecue went live on Facebook just to show everyone. It was it was super cool, and and that's what it's all about is is a bit of theatre, a bit of showing off, like what what you guys can do. Get the crowd involved. Yeah. It's something a little bit different, and and a really a chance for you guys to express yourselves in in some different ways other than the the four meats, which is which is cool. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, and that's actually. If if you were to get all the barbecue teams in a room, 
I reckon if, if they, in, in the top three answers, like what is it you like most about Grillstock, for me personally, is that interaction with the public is um, like it's just the best. You know, you know, a lot of them are genuinely, genuinely interested in how you did it. You know, what meat you used. You know, they're looking at the kit and they're. You can see this kind of pent-up desire to go out there and, and give it a go themselves. And, you know, that's what happened to me six years ago. I went along as a punter, turned up at Grillstock, um, and that's just it. You know, you're hooked. A little, a little, you know, beer in the sun and the smell of the smoke, and, and that's it. So so that's one of the, the joys, I think, is just you know, the interaction with the public and, and getting them to taste, you know, what you've been up to. So, it's a well, that's awesome. Buzz, actually. That's awesome to hear. So yeah, you guys that... Maybe it was your first growth stock this year, and you're listening, and and this could be you in a few years' time, G, uh, GCing at, at growth stock, and that's all it takes is is that uh, one time get out there, get yourselves involved, guys. There's always plenty of teams looking for people to help them out and stuff, especially with stuff like growth stock where there's like five five ancillaries and stuff like that. Get involved with the team, absolutely. try it out, or, or grab some mates, get creative, put together a good pitch idea, get your application into growth stock, and and get there and do it, guys, because it's it's absolutely insane. A million percent, a million percent right. And the barriers, like to entry, they're pretty low, really, in barbecue. You don't have to go out and, you know, spend a lot of money on equipment. You can do it fairly, fairly cheaply. But, I mean, for, for us, you know, the, the, the six guys on Last of the Swine, we start from the premise of what would be the best weekend of your life? Well, funnily enough, it's sitting in the sun, drinking beer, smoking meat with your mates over a 72-hour period. I mean, it, does, it doesn't really get doesn't really get much Amen. better than that. So, exactly. <laughs> Preach, yeah, brother. Exactly, and then, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, if, if you can come away with a few trophies, you know, and a couple of nice comments, then it's, uh, it makes it all worthwhile. And also, guys, as well as winning Grillstock, you also uh, party pretty hard. Every time I walk past, uh, there was definitely a party going on at your stall. Oh yeah, we were, we were not dialing down the fun elements at all. Which is we, you know, we we came with very very little expectation. As I said, I mean, to, compared to last year, I mean, last year in terms of the brisket category, I must have practiced. Um, I hope my wife isn't listening because she'll know how much money I spent on brisket. But I, <laughs> I must have done at least ten different briskets. I must have really really gone to town and I'd done the course. And this year, because of you know what commitments or other stuff, I I did far less practice. Um, so we had very little expectation, really, about you know where we're going to come. We just thought, look, we're here for a good time. A lot of us have gone through some you know some, some difficult years, and we look forward to go start being that thing that pulls us all together, and we can we can connect again. And it's the phones are switched off a little bit, other than to take pictures of our amazing boxes, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and and so and, and so yeah, so um, that's the beauty of it. That is the beauty of it. And, yeah. And, Congrats yeah. to you guys, honestly. Congrats. Uh, and some people may disagree, but in my opinion, the Holy Grail of Barbecue brisket to win that again, not only GC but to win the brisket round as well. That that must have been a uh, pretty sick, to say the least. I was, um, yeah. I mean, uh, that that was that was it for me. That was me done. I, I kind of had lost my I'd lost my mind by that stage. The fact the winning brisket uh, against you know that competitive field with. Some really, really, really accomplished cooks and and chefs. Um, that was it. I, that was me done. You know, I kind of switched off mentally. And it's um, yes, it was my. What one of my teammates said to me, "Oh, Jane, I'm really proud proud of you. That's your Everest." And it really was. Like that was it. Uh, so then, when everything else started to come in, and I saw some of the boys, they got them. We got a third in chicken, and so someone went, "Oh, you might be in for a shot." And then we got a fifth in something else, and so that was three out of the four. 
And the funny, the funny bit is, is that the guy who did pork, and I think that we must have, I don't know, maybe six in pork, he had done chicken for his last year and he'd come 23rd <laughs> in chicken. So he was, he was so scared that he had, you know, messed it up again that would have spot our chances. So obviously he's done well. We'll find out on Wednesday probably what the scores is. But obviously he had a, a really, really good round and um, and that's what helped us kind of get over the finishing line. In my opinion, brisket this year is a really, really strong round. Uh, I was judging on the bottom tables and, and I had some fantastic brisket handed in. I didn't judge brisket oh, round good. last time, but I did manage to make my way around mm. a fair few of the teams and not, not not in any way negative at all, but I, I feel that the, the standard of brisket this year was a lot higher than last year. Oh, right. Overall, and, oh, wow. and uh, I, I was it was it was a really good really good round uh, in my opinion. Probably my favourite of the weekend oh, to judge. I thought it was a really good really good strong round by everyone. So uh, there was some That's amazing to top hear. top level burnt ends. I mean, I was absolutely blown away by by some of the burnt end quality that was going on around around sites. So so yeah, I mean to oh, win that great. one is a real real top. And, and against teams like you got Jason from Manchester, who's probably doing like yeah. 30, 40 briskets a week. Plus, yeah. you've got people like uh, Priscilla there, McSlims, who just won yeah. like, the biggest barbecue competition in the whole of Europe. Uh, so it's pretty, like, it's 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 insane, really. I, I'm hats off to you guys. Well done. Congratulations. Uh, well, listen, that's that's so 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 kind, and you, you start to get a feel for, you know, people will, you know, the pub the public are kind, but they're also hungry. So they'll come up to your stall and they'll say, "Oh, that was really good food, and it was one of the best ones I've tasted," and. So you, you begin to take the, the kind of comments in real time with a pinch of salt. But we did have a lot of people say that the brisket was nice. But I just put it down to the fact that, you know, people at barbecue companies tend to be quite nice. Yeah, yeah, they're hungry. So, you know, <laughs> and brisket nice is just nice. Food, <laughs> they're hungry, it's brisket and it's free. So they're yeah. just like, <laughs> exactly. this is the best meal I've ever eaten. <laughs> Not in their interest to say it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Out of interest, because obviously you said you you saw um, Jason as well from All Saint Nickers at at the uh, bunch of swines class, so you obviously both you've both learnt brisket from some masters there. Um, are you are you oh, yeah. going down the hot and fast route like bunch of swines, or are you going for the low and slow version? Because I know when we've been there on their course and they show both versions oh, yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. I'm still stuck on low and slow. I, I just like the you know part of the. I think part of the addictive qualities of, of, of kind of barbecue, you know, Courtier's DNA is is the time it takes to do. I quite like it takes a long time. It means mm-hmm. you can sit in the garden and have a couple of beers or, you know. You, and so, so yeah, I'm not hot and fast to say. I wouldn't mind in the future maybe having a little experiment and just, just seeing what's what. But, um, you know, and so, but that course, I mean, you know, Ed and Emma, as everybody knows within the kind of Grosok family, they're so lovely, really kind and and... And so um, and so generous with the information. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you if if you crack on, if you if you trust the process, you believe in the ingredients, and you follow the instructions. I mean, there's a good chance, you know, anyone listening now, anyone who wants to go and do a good competitive barbecue, you do the course, you've really got a shot. I mean, you know, you, I think we are probably the proof of that today. You know, trust trust the process and trust the instructions you're given, and you can turn in some good food basically. Yeah, and same from like all smoke no knickers. I think have been placed or they've been had a call in every competition they've done yep. in brisket. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, three, I I think. Think. Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, Jason. I uh, caught up with him uh, for a year uh, whilst we we're just standing about and stuff. They, they've done very well. I can't remember the actual competitions, but yeah, they've 
they've gone and kicked on. I, it might be something, if I'm honest, I'll probably, I'll probably just do the course again to catch up with, with Ed and <laughs> Emma. You know, to refresh the skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like a refresher, you know. It's like a good chance to kind of brush up on the skills. Mm. Well, I'm guessing that they, they will have uh, learned new things and stuff along the way because you don't just do the same thing once forever. They must have to keep yeah, tweaking it. it, so they must have a refresher course ready. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so how do you, out of all the rounds, did you have a favourite round that you think you knew oh, that that round was that was it? We knew, we you knew before it was just going to be perfect. I thought uh, I thought Simon's ribs uh, for us this year were really good, and I think I think. You know, in hindsight, compared to last year, we were we were less rushed. We just because we weren't feeling the pressure about having to compete too hard. We took our time. So I remember watching Simon from a distance. He was really taking his time over the trimming of the ribs in their raw state. Um, you know, getting them level. Sometimes you could get get carried away with having your ribs too big and too meaty. Uh, where in actual fact, you've got to start to be a bit more. Um, uh, economical with the meat on the top so I just remember looking over and he was taking his time and I was thinking yes they, they are looking really pretty and he'd taken his time to choose like the straight ribs and you know we'd done three or four um, racks that we bought um, and it was there was just like a, a it was like a confidence but it was a confidence that came from the fact that we did, we weren't really feeling any pressure and yeah. it was taking his time to sauce them nicely so I had a retest and uh, as, as you guys will probably know better than me, it's nice when you can actually when you feel texture to a rib and you bite it and it's not too soft and yeah, you still definitely. get the the bite. So 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 that that you know I I thought that was cracking and I actually thought that um, he might have done a top three there. I can't remember what, what it was he got. It was at fourth or fifth. It was still a cracking result. Yeah, yeah, amazing. And again, yeah. ribs was ribs was a really really good round as well. I mean. The standard was really high and, and a great one to judge. Uh, so yeah, that that is amazing in itself. Oh, as good. Well. Yeah, yeah, good, good. So maybe that's a bit of advice for people competing. Don't don't take it too seriously. Uh, don't stress yourselves too much. Just just enjoy it and and take your time. Don't don't rush these things. Don't panic. Just just take a breath. Yeah, I think I think that's really important. And, and uh, increasingly. You know, catching up with um, with Doctor Sweet Smoker or Al backstage afterwards, he he was saying some stuff that really started to make sense. And he's like, you know, take your time over the food. You know, be proud of it. You know, think about stuff that you'd want to to hand to your friends and your family. And um, uh, and yeah, it's it's don't want to get too emotional about it because you know we've only just one, but it is about just be proud of kind of what you're doing and I think that comes with enjoying yourself. If you're enjoying yourself then hopefully it will show through in your presentation and and all that type of stuff. So that's what we did. I mean I've got no idea what we're gonna do next year. I've a nervous wreck for about four months beforehand. Um <laughs> Defend your title. Uh, yeah, got a title now. <laughs> yeah yeah where do we go from here? That's it, there's only one reason. <laughs> just quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. We're Good champions. Over, uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Bill Stock. Mic drop. <laughs> so how was it up in the big stage? Because I know I I was uh, I was there when you you got your uh, your award on the on the on the King of the Grill stage, and then you also oh, yeah, were taken yeah, yeah. up to the big stage, where there's like five thousand plus people, maybe more, like ten thousand. Yeah. Who knows? People just all watching. How how was that? Uh, it was magic. It was magic. Up in the up in the the uh, the King of the Glow stage. It was funny because I was 
Um, they're good mates with uh, with a few of the teams, and especially good mates with Mum, Mum, Barbecue, Brain, and Tim, and, and those boys. Um, and and Brain had just whispered behind my ear just before we got um, we got the call to say that we'd won, and he had a full pint of cider, and he said behind me, very quietly, if you if your name gets called now, I'm pouring this over your head. And so the next thing I knew, I was just soaked head to toe in sticky cider. So I'm walking down to the I'm walking down to the main stage, basically smelling the madness, which is um, it's quite an aphrodisiac actually. I'm quite <laughs> attention, but I thought <laughs> no, it was wicked. Like, the main stage is fantastic. You get a real buzz. It's lovely to uh, to stand up. It all goes very quick. You know, it's all all over in a flash. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's a, a real rush, and um, it's lovely to to think that. You know, a lot of those people, they'd have spent time at the festival seeing the music, but also spent a lot of time coming around and sampling the food. So there'd have been one or two people out there that would have had a bit of brisket from us or taken a wee bit of chicken or pork or whatever. So, I thought the atmosphere nice this year was absolutely amazing. Not that it was it was amazing last year, but I think it even levelled up again this year. I think that I was really concerned when I arrived Friday night, I'm just going to say, I went out about the new layout, thinking all yeah, King of the yeah. Grill sections are really separate. Is it going to work? But... Hats off to the guys because it absolutely worked so well. It was really busy all weekend. The the crowds, the public really were in there getting involved, chatting to the teams. So I thought it was absolutely spot on. Uh, they smashed uh, the park this year. I mean, I, I, if I'm totally honest, I had exactly the same um, uh, feeling as you. On the Friday, I was thinking, ah, I'm not sure about this. You know, we're separated out. You know, will the public you know, really come up? You know, is there enough... Um, up here to kind of attract them. Um, I bet, you know, when the, when the skies opened and it was kind of really sunny and then all of a sudden the place starts to to fill up, um, you really got, you really got a sense, actually, they're, they're here, they're here for the whole experience. You know, yeah. they, they're here because they know that they'll hear some great bands, they'll have a good drink and they'll probably get a chance to taste some really good food. So I, I, I thought it was magic, but I had exactly the same as you. You know, initial reservations, and also for us barbecue teams, there's a wee bit of an ego thing, isn't there? You know, we like to be part of it. We like to be in the middle and yeah. um, a part of the festival. But actually, uh, it's kicked on again. It's kicked on again. And, it really felt know, like no, the King yeah. of the Grill was the, the beating heart of the festival, yeah. I felt. Go into was, that yeah. and you'd go and get your snack or yeah. drink or whatever over there, watch a band, but then come get back, back to again. the main bit. Back yeah, go listen to a little bit of music, then come back to the community. It, yeah. it seemed like it was the real buzz happened to be there this year, and it was really awesome yeah. to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. And, um, you know, and, and even um, even down to the pitches, you know, because uh, we had, we'd had a great laugh last year. We were, we were in that, cent- I don't know if you remember, we were in the central bit last year with... Uh, well, Priscilla and next yeah. other barbecue oh, yeah. mates, and we we just we were jumping from the minute we arrived on kind of Friday morning to when we left on Monday morning. It was it was it was like, it was like a it was like a mini Glastonbury, but like a bar a smoke based one, and it just <laughs> it was just going off everywhere. Um, and so this year we were slightly more spread out, slightly more separated. It, maybe the, the pitch size slightly smaller than the one that I had last year, but it was great because you're 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 uh, we were next to nom nom, so it was like being next to your best mates, you know, and you're chatting and you're sharing, and actually that proximity of having other teams it really works well because you get to know them and you're sharing tips and oh can I borrow some tongs or oh here's some foil or oh, it was magic it really really truly was. You must have rubbed off on each other a little bit because Nom Nom did really well as well. They they got quite a few yeah. like sort of calls and stuff. So 
I kept on. Th- yeah. I remember thinking that Nom Nom must have been up there for the for the mm. uh, for the taking. So yeah, I heard yeah. Nom Nom being called out quite a lot. So I did. They were one of my yeah, contenders really in the well. back of the mind. Yeah, they did really well. And look, those guys. Uh, I mean, we're we're kind of a mirror image, really. Um, you know, they get together just to do this, uh, have fun. You know, the fun funometer is dialed up to eleven, and we just crack on and have a good time. And, and um, that's kind of our philosophy too. You know, it's about having a good time. If, if you start to take it too seriously, and don't get me wrong, you know, we want to win, and it's lovely getting the gongs and competing, but. Um, at the end of the day, you've got to have fun. You've got that. That's why we do. You know, we use it as a release and to see each other. And um, the fact that you can come away with a few medals is um, is all the better for him. It is more than a few medals for you, though. You've got a, quite a hefty prize there, really, haven't you? <laughs> I've got as, as I'm speaking to you now. I can I've, I've lined them up in front <laughs> of my kitchen on the sink on the side there because. Um, I want to go. What's the time? I've got to go and pick the boys up for school soon. So uh, I FaceTimed them live from the stage when we when we won, <laughs> and that's the first thing they wanted to know. Daddy, show us your medals. Have you got any medals? And so they're all lined up there. So when I get up to school, we can have a we look at them. <laughs> I've got to ask who who has Tubby. Ah, that is a great question. Well, <clears throat> I'm a I'm a self. Naked wrestle I'm for a, it is it or. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's in my garden at the moment. Uh, <laughs> and that's garden. where it's staying. <laughs> lock it and down, lock it down. And he's just lock moved house between last night and today and not told anyone where he's living <laughs> and he's changed his number. Yeah. That's why it was so hard to get hold of you. Uh, and and that's it now. Yeah, and it's, it's very difficult to get out and it's very heavy. So um, it's definitely staying out for the, for the time being. <laughs> Awesome, it's great, awesome. I and mean, I'm so excited. And it was lovely to spend time with um, with Ian from from Max Barbecue as well. What, what a top guy! What a, what a really really top bunch. Because um, you forget, you see, when you win the prize, you know, you're, you're 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 stoked enough that you're coming away with the grand champion thing. And then all of a sudden, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes later, you suddenly realise, hang on, you've just won a, a two and a half, half grand smoke. Two and a half grand. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, uh, we're immediately going to put that into practice. We'll start seizing it next weekend. We'll start trying to get to grips with it. And it'll probably be like learning again, you know, like because uh, we're using um, Smoky Mountains really at the moment. So I'm yeah. so chuffed to see what this bad boy can do. I can't, I can't wait to give it a wee run. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be seeing you back there next year with uh, Tubby in hand as your, oh, part of your new million, fleet. Million percent. Yeah. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing some posts and stuff about it as you start to learn how to use it and yeah. share, share your journey yeah, with us do. of like development of how it's going of testing. Hundred percent, no doubt there'll be a few disasters on the way, uh, but um, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Can we get? Can we get some? Because we're nearly getting to the end. Can I get? Can we get some? Uh, as the as the GC and the winner of brisket, can we get some top tips of brisket for the listeners? Yeah, I mean, um, so I did. My secret was, or my top tips would be: listen, buy buy the most, buy the best brisket that's right for you. Buy the best um, one that you can afford, um, and that's your starting point. Because I think it all starts off with. Because I probably like, yeah, exactly. I like like most other people have started off. You know, you there's a big difference between UK cows and also the USDA ones, and then and then it's an Allison Wonderland rabbit hole from there. Because then you've got. Australian grain fed, and you can widely so just just buy the best one you can afford. Um, 
And then, and then, so that's the first tip. The second one is, is to start off simple with rubs. So for me, like coarse ground, kosher salt and coarse ground pepper, uh, and you can go quite heavy on that. So start with that and see how you get on. Um, and then the third one is, if you want to change things from there, just change one thing at a time. So if you want to change the rub, change the rub, but then you know keep the same brisket and, and just, just go steady because that way you'll begin to work out you know what you like eating, what you don't like eating. So, so they'd be my um, awesome. yeah, they'd be awesome. my top So when you're tinkering, don't tinker with too many things at the same time, or else you won't know yeah. which which bit actually was the positive change and which yeah. bit wasn't. So the the danger is you go online and you read all of the internet to do with barbecue. And there's, a, there's a lot. Of stuff, there's a lot of information on there, and uh, and it can get a little bit worse. But at the end of the day, it's you know it's low temperature. Well, for me, anyway, it's low temperatures, salt and pepper. Bit of smoke and time. Awesome. And when when you were testing out your breast, you said last year before growth stock, you'd maybe tried out <clears throat> ten. Who don't tell your wife that? Um, but then, <laughs> but how how are you like when you were doing that? Were you getting friends around and stuff to try it? How are you like rating like, how well? Is it just based on you yourself? Like is that just you eating it and you've gone? Yeah, I've real nailed yeah. it this time. Or are you getting other people? That's around? it. And some no, just really for the family, for for the for the wife and the kids. Some of them, some of them you're happy with, and you, you know, you'll maybe eat a few slices and, and do some burnt ends. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would never, I never would actually go to the whole process of of doing burnt ends or or doing slices. You can, you can tell quite quickly whether you're whether with brisket when you're there or not by just slicing it right down the middle of the point and feeling for the juiciness, and you begin to see actually whether it's coming along or not. And the great thing about brisket, I mean, my poor wife, the amount of times I would come in from the garden carrying what looked like, you know, landfill or a meteorite that had fallen from space or this black kind of crusty thing. Uh, <laughs> and you'd, you'd just, all we could do is like chop it up. I said, this is the great thing about brisket. This is why you've got to keep going with brisket. So anyone listening or anyone to try it is that it won't be great the first few times you do it, but it will get better. And But even the ones that aren't, you know, blinding successes, you chop it up, you put it in a chili, and all that lovely smoke flavour kind of comes back out. So it will never go to waste, and it freezes really well. Um, so in actual fact, even your mistakes are successes. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's worthwhile, um, you know, keep experimenting. Yeah, that would be a good tip for people, I guess, because the problem that a lot of people will have with brisket is the size of it and cooking. Everyone wants to try cooking one, but they suddenly realise, well, there's only four of us at home or there's only two of us at home yeah. how are yeah. we going to eat it so what, what what are your top tips that you can make a make a chili out of it or something like that or that's it freeze it and it's the best chili it would be the best chili you've ever had i mean um and it's quite daunting and I've, I've obviously had probably more failures and successes when it's come to brisket but you you, you spend a lot of time on it and it can be quite demoralizing and it can actually put you off i think if you, if you have a few like bad experiences of the brisket can really put you off the whole game. But as long as if you know, you know, you chop it up and you put it in with your usual kind of chili mix and chili sauce, you've got you've got the best chili you'll ever eat. So that's what we do. I like to put in things that you just like, you know, cottage pies or shepherd's pies or it's great with tacos, you know, it's great sprinkled over nachos with a bit of cheese and jalapenos. You know, it, it's the food that keeps on giving, it really is. So it's it's never a it's never a waste basically what I'm awesome right we are going we are over the half an hour so we're going to come in and chop that there thank you very much that is 
it's no, been great all. talking to you. Thank you for giving up your time because I know, as I said earlier, that it's a it's a crazy time for you guys, and you've been ultra busy and and probably just want to chill out. And you've you've just given us half an hour to to talk barbecue. So so thank you very much. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for thanks for having me on. And before you go, do you just want to tell people where they can find you on Twitter and stuff like that? Oh yeah, we're uh, at Last Summer Swine. Um, yeah, give us a follow, give us a like, uh, and hopefully we'll see you at Grillstock um, this time next year. Awesome. Thanks again, mate. Awesome, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. You're listening to your United Q podcast. We're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Kamado Joe, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ provide quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. Barbecue Gourmet, supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning rubs, sauces, marinades, and accessories from the US and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. Kamado Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out kamadojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. Whether it's smoking wood chunks, dust, chips, or planks, you can find them at smokewoodshack.com. And you can find them on Twitter at smokewoodshack.